This is Aikido Discuss, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. With me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And my Daniel, second Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. Hello. How, how are we all doing today? We're eating, yeah, as we're always. Eating, so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's gross. I sort of feel like this could also be a food podcast. If we wanted it to be. Yeah, except we'll it'd be just... a horrible food podcast because we'd eat the same <laughs> three meals. That's true. <laughs> not true. We, we, we could eat more different meals if we knew that's what we were doing. We'll soon be going to eat at Outback Steakhouse. Thanks oh, yeah. to our number one fan in yeah. Iowa, Callie, who sent yeah. us a nice gift card to Outback. So we'll be podcasting from Outback. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, thank you so much to Callie. Like... <laughs> That Callie, was so random. Callie is our number one fan in Iowa. Self-proclaimed. Um, and here's well, how, and so here's how I we would know. be led to believe because right. I've got no gift cards for <laughs> from food anyone from else. anyone else in Iowa. Also, I would be so, – so in the note, she said something like, keep being fucking awesome or something <laughs> like that, which leads me to believe that she understands this podcast <laughs> on a very deep <laughs> level. I saw that and I was like, "Oh, she really does listen. This right. is not a this is not a fraud." <laughs> like, so let's actually let's talk about some uh, Aikido, some martial arts stuff okay. today, <laughs> since that's what we're here for. <laughs> Maya, um, what are we talking about? Yeah, Maya had a great idea, a good idea for this one. Oh, it went from great, great to good. Great to good, real yeah. quick. Well, I just <laughs> I, I don't yeah. want to I don't want to oversell it. I don't want to oversell things in case uh, <laughs> other <laughs> listeners. We're just, just good from here on out, guys. Just coasting. We're just coasting. Um, no, so this kind of, I don't know, was something that we kind of talked about here and there at different times. Um, but it, it kind of came to me while we were um, at Combat Con earlier this year. Um, just because it's it was a group of, a grouping of a lot of different kinds of martial artists and people interested in martial Combat arts. Combat Con's a weird thing for anyone who hasn't been uh, in its... Yeah. Um, set up you know there's a, a, a lot of different kinds of right. people and, and if you guys have different listened, kinds of events and everything too yeah. so. if you guys are coming in as listeners since we went there then it's just a mixture of different martial artists teaching different uh western martial arts mostly lots of weapons sword stuff hema people um historically european martial arts <laughs> there's also um, uh authors that come and movie, people uh, movie and stunt people. So there was a yeah. So it's a, it's and we'll a, be there in 2019. Right. That's right. Never too early to start. Plugging Never too someone. early to start plugging. Yeah. Uh, um. So anyway. So, so it's, and it's every year in Vegas, etc. Right. So forth. Yeah. Um. So you know, like, just like any kind of convention, really, like it draws all different kinds of people, and it's interesting to me what, like, and we've kind of talked about this before, but like, what's what draws people to martial arts? You know, like. Um, and specifically like, um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, cause they want to learn martial arts. Okay. But like, let's delve into that a little bit deeper in terms of like, you know, some people want to really like the dressing up of it. I don't know. I remember in, when I was a little kid, um, doing softball, half of what I enjoyed so much about being the catcher, the, socks. <laughs> the socks, getting yeah. to, getting to wear the catcher's right, mask right. and the gearing up and putting on, like, I felt like I was like, you know, gonna put on, I'm putting on armor and go to war or something like it was it was a big deal to me as a child getting to be the catcher so like yeah different that... things like for so for some people maybe you know the draw is just putting the the gear the gear on, right you know or maybe it's 
um, you know, for some people getting to throw other people around, you right. know, and getting out that maybe aggression or like exerting one's ego onto other people, or right. maybe it's getting thrown around, you know, just liking to take ukemi and like, that's really all there is to Are it. Are you into sadism or masochism? Right, right. exactly. Or both. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the overarching thing where we want to go with that is like how you can better understand which one you are and what you want um, or what your dojo is providing for. And, and, you know, no shame to any of it. Like, whatever it is you're interested in, that's what you're interested in. And that's cool. But it's like, let's be honest about what we're interested in. Because you get a lot of people who are like, oh, man, I want the hardest core fighting guy system ever. And it's like, but you don't. You want an academic system where you can have moderate difficulty with your body and not do too much, right? And that's very different. So, you know... People need to be realistic about what they're asking of the martial arts system and, and then be realistic about where they want to train and what they want to get out of that. Yeah. So I feel like we got to go around. We got to do a round table here and say what it is that we get out of uh, martial arts and specifically I, Aikido. Also. Yeah. I'll let you start because you brought it up. <laughs> um, well, I think like it's it's kind of important thing to like discern because I feel like for a lot of people what they wanted when they started is really different from what they're getting what they know now about the martial art and what they are able to verbalize that they're getting you know like I feel like it kind of narrows in a little bit once you start a martial art and stick with it for a while that you're like oh, okay I want this for self-defense I want to you know work on myself I want to um, get really good at this sport whatever I feel like it's it kind of narrows into like a, a few nameable different things, but like starting out, I think a lot of people have a lot of different things. So for me, starting out, like, um, I I mean you know so for anyone that hasn't heard, I started as a kid, and so my parents put me into it. So, um, my parents put me into it, wanting me to become more coordinated and kind of have a little bit more idea about like connection between my mind and my body because I was a little bit of a was like, that cool to you at all is that what you wanted or was it just like whatever um I honestly I, I don't remember I don't know what I like to me it was just like I don't know this sounds fun like what is this I want to do like and you know like watching kids class when we first came in you know there's games and there's like fun stuff so it seemed to me like just a fun thing you know like a fun activity to try um and i mean i think for more for my parents and now looking back i realize that that's kind of why they put me in it but i, I wouldn't say that i necessarily tried it because of that it was more just like oh, i'm a kid and this is fun and i like to run around and play tag and right but know, obviously play, there was play, something dragon, whatever you know? there, there was something in it that kept you from uh, harassing your parents uh, until they let <laughs> yeah. you stop, right? Yeah. And I think going, like, moving on, I realized, like, it became something, like, a consistent in my life as I got a little older, went into high school, like, um, it became something that I could rely on, and it became, for me, like, a, 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 a way for me to decompress and, and get out aggression. Did you ever feel, like, awesome? Like, oh, no one else... Yeah, does totally. uh, any kind of martial arts. Like, I am a martial artist. in Because in high school, I could see how that could be an awesome thing, especially if you were actually, like, 
good. Like you had done it for long enough that you could like say, I have blah, blah, blah skills. Yeah. I don't think I ever like, I still kind of had a weird idea about myself as a like physical person. So like I, I still was kind of coming to grip. Like I didn't think that I was a athlete or like I, I had a hard time with that. But I would say that like having, you know, going into high school and stuff, like I did feel like I had like, you know, some neat tricks that yeah. I could show my friends. And so it was fun to be able to like, um, and you had you a gi hidden in the right. closet. Ready it was definitely put a good uh, any uh, backup Halloween costume, I feel like, for anyone that does martial arts, if that's, you know, uh, don't have anything else, just put your key on. Um, so Never done it. Never? Never done it. That's a Halloween you, have costume. Have you ever even thought, have you thought about it? Yes. <laughs> okay, see, I feel like it enters into everyone's mind at some point that, like, well, worst comes to worst. No, truly, I think I've actually used components of it for other costumes, other costumes but never, like, the Oculus full. I feel like you could do Jedi pretty easily, mm. you know, if you can use your gi, like kind of some kind of makeshift Jedi would I've be pretty it. easy. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Um, and so, so that was as a, as a child moving in. Uh, at some point, you become an adult with the, uh, the ability to do an adult thing, which is make decisions for yourself. Yeah. And you decided to keep training what Why? what kept you coming back to the dojo? Especially I'm, because you also moved away from the dojo that you yeah. were at to another place and then came back, and that's also a hard transition sometimes. Yeah, I think, um, like I said, it, like by that point, it had become just such a consistent in my life that I couldn't see my life without it. And it wasn't even like I, I wasn't very reflective about it when I – went to college or you know left high school like I, I wasn't like oh like what is this doing for me I, you know I feel like I'm growing as a per like I don't know if I, I was that thoughtful about it it was kind of more just like this is something I've always done and I'm not really a person to just quit on stuff so like I'm just gonna keep doing it and also it's a way to make friends so I'm gonna make friends <laughs> do it till you die yeah and and so I think like and that was another thing for me I think it huge reason like to to meet people i think you know? it's a huge reason a lot of people do martial arts a lot of, it's a large reason people do any kind of ex you know extracurricular activity like especially as adults something after say. work yeah yep. so yep. you do something after work probably do that because you want a broader social group because your work friends are terrible <laughs> well so i don't know josh i'm pretty interested in in hearing what initially was your draw to it aside Clo from the Chris clothes. <laughs> the clothes yeah, yeah. <laughs> although I have to say like I feel like that is a, a I enjoy that about it like I see myself uh pictures or whatever in the in the gi and the hakama um and it's like oh that's that's cool you know or yeah on totally. the on, in on the times that we have um put on more gear you know when we're fencing you know, either with the Shanai or we did some Voken stuff for a while because we were stupid. But, but um, <laughs> and that was always fun, like putting on the gear, you know, and 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 sitting like on the mat and is, tying up all the yeah. the stuff. So that that definitely is uh, a part of it. I think. I mean, I don't know if that would that would be something I would have said at the beginning. Like, I'm doing this so I can have my black belt or whatever. Um, but no, mainly I started. It was just like 
physical activity that would give me a skill. That's what yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, because so I remember one of the things you said was like, you know, you worked out, so you were working out, but you're like, what the fuck am I working yeah, out for? Right. Yeah, it w- was just pure vanity. It was like, yeah, I'm running so that I don't look like a big fat slob or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. that was kind of the thing. Uh, and so this gave me an opportunity to do to be physical um, and at the end of the day have that physicality be uh, practical Useful. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I feel like that's one probably, you know, of the things, that's the most tangible thing that I can say that I have gotten from it and being a, like really being able to be reflective about it. Like, that's the most tangible. All the other stuff, I'm sure, you know, there might be other stuff actually that's more important or that has made a bigger impact. But, you know, for me to be able to see, that's the most tangible thing. Chris, what about you? Um, Ninjas. I mean, (laughs) to be a ninja. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I really grew up with martial arts. I mean, I really don't remember a time in my life where I wasn't obsessed with them. Um. And so, like, that started when I was, like, four or five, and someone first introduced the idea of a ninja. And I remember I said, what's a ninja? And they're like, they can climb up sheer surfaces. Yeah. And I was like, what's a sheer surface? And they're like, <laughs> glass? And I was like, they what? can climb glass? Right. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, sign <laughs> me the fuck up. Like, climbing glass is hot, you know? Right. So um, I, I think I always saw martial arts study as a way to grow up. Like, you know. Grow up and be a badass. I mean, that was right. what it was. But you know, I was grow like, up and you know, how do I become a man? Well, I become a karate master. That that's a great kind of man. You know, like, and so <laughs> yeah. that's what it was. You know, and my identity is very tied up with it. So it's like I slowly kind of became whatever martial arts were. Oh, you're disciplined. Okay, that's what I am. Oh, you can take care of yourself and stand up for people, and you know, all these kinds of things. Then that's what I am because I just I love it. You know, so like. I'm a, a rare case, I think, because I got so interested so early that it's like my life became about what martial arts were, whereas I think a lot of other people, they're trying to do that, but it's like, you know, they just want the things from it, you know, right. like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I want discipline, maybe I want friends, maybe I want to be tougher, or maybe I want whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know, that's what they want, but like, I allowed the martial arts to kind of come in and completely, you know, design me, that's what, you know, right. and so like, the way I live my life now is, how as I grew up, I, I rationalized that, you know, like what things would a martial artist be? Okay, then I want to be those things. Martial arts were your role model for yeah, what, exactly. like a, yeah, yeah. what a good person right. is. Yeah, I was looking for a role model for a good person. That's, you know, like, yeah, I would say growing up or whatever. But, yeah, that's a, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. And there was Billy Blanks <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, whoever else. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris and his uh, action jeans, what were they? Chuck Norris action jeans. Were they Chuck Norris there, action? Yeah. There you go. All right. So, like, then what else have we seen maybe collectively in our times in dojo? Here's my – here's my – here was a question I had. And Chris probably knows this better than the rest of us because you've interacted with many people. Yeah. Like, what is – when most people are coming in, like, A, like, for adults, let's say, what – when – when most people are coming in and they're coming to your dojo specifically, are these people who have uh, – this is the first time they're interacting with this? Is it something that's been on their mind a lot? W- did they do it as kids? Um, where where sort of the, the entry point start, you know? Um, how many of them are like, 
you who were like, I just knew I wanted to do martial arts forever, and how many of them are like me who were like, eh, this sounds like something to do, and this is the place I ended up stumbling onto. Totally mixed bag. I would say the majority of people who come in have something missing in their life, and they want to fill that. Right. And usually, they don't know what it is. Like, and a lot of times, I have a better read on it, I think, than they do. <laughs> Because that makes sense. they'll tell me what they yeah. want, and I look at them, and I kind of hear the, their motivations. And I'm like, oh, that's not really what you want. I never tell them that. You know, so yeah. like, you want to do this? I'll take you at face value, and that's what we're working with, you know, and I'll tell you if we do it or not do it or whatever. But like most of the time, the people who stick around, I'm like, ah, my read was right, you know? like Yeah. Um, but most people are looking for something that's missing in their life. And that something that's missing in their life very commonly is like adult interaction. Uh-huh. Right, so like, um, and this is for the for the adults. For the kids, it's different. Yeah, you know, for kids the, are. Yeah. For the kids, most of the time, you're seeing parents who want their kids to have something, generally disciplined. Uh-huh. Um, could be more coordination, like Maya said, or, or more like sort of self value. Yeah. Um, not hobbies so much now, right? So look, kids now have a million hobbies. Right. Kids well, I guess don't you're right. Right, hobby, right, so right, right. They're right. learning dressage, and they're learning to play guitar, and Just they're learning. To, it's just like I mean, I don't know how many things these. Latin Let's club, do, right? spelling bee, exactly right. movie making. Yep, yeah. exactly right. Yeah, robotics club. Yeah, blah, robotics blah, blah, blah. club, yeah, Legos. So kids don't need hobbies anymore. Generally, parents who come in, their kids are looking for something, and they're generally going to be disciplined, greater self-value, or more physicality, right? So, like, the kid is scared of everyone. So the parent wants the kid to stop being scared or getting bullied or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, the kid stump, stumbles over speed all the time, and mm. the parents don't want Me. that. Uh, or the kid um, talks back all the time, uh, and the parents are having a hard time with that. So Behavioral that's problems. Generally, right? Yeah. But for adults, what I get most of the time is I spend Monday through Friday home alone, and I don't like it, you know? So, okay, wait. Um, what's <clears throat> the what's the stated reason that people give you, and then what's the unstated Super mixed bag. reason? Usually people like to get some glint in their eye, and they like to tell me about how they want to – defend themselves or honestly people usually tell me what i think i they think i want to hear you know interesting why they would be a good candidate for martial arts training you know like they feel like they're interviewing no you are not get out of here for this you know sit out there actually maybe i would at one point but sit out there for five days come back um, when you're ready no you know like uh, they'll tell me different shit you know like every now and then i get people this is not super common where like I got scared to death. I was in a parking lot, and this thing happened. You know, yeah. I get that. I get that more in self defense than I get in Aikido. In Aikido, what I generally get is like I need adult interaction. I have a kid mm-hmm. who's pooping all day long, and I want to get away from that pooping kid and talk about something other than poop and pee and chew toys or what. You know what I mean? Like I chew want toys. is this a dog or a kid? I don't know. Whatever kids. Yeah, they they chew on stuff. Um, I'm just trying to figure out who he's talking about here. I'm like, wait a <laughs> But, like, you know, and I mean, I, it's varied. You know, it could be I don't have a significant other, and so I'm alone. Or I don't have many adult friends, or I work a weird job that doesn't allow me to have normal interact. Whatever. But they want an activity to mm-hmm. participate in. Is this what they tell you? No. This, this is, is what, the, this is what the... they tell me is they get a glint in their eye. Oh, gotcha. And they okay. tell me some story about just being clarify. a karate master. Right. right? Okay. But, but generally what they I want. I saw Steven Seagal. Right. And... They want friends and stuff, you know? Right. So that, that undertone is, I just want to be with people. Right. <laughs> Interesting. And it's a great place to be with people. Yeah, it's true. I, yeah, I think we there's a lot of people that that 
are at least you know, at our dojo that's their community like that's the, their people you know that's the community that they have aside from like work <clears throat> i'm a like overly passionate person so like i get into shit you know like i get into whatever it is building something learning about something studying something creating something whatever so i personally don't have this kind of problem but i see it a lot where people want to be passionate about right, they, something they need something you yeah. know and it's like so you know it could be anything. It could be tennis or cutting rocks or whatever. Who knows? But so I I, I, I I have seen this a lot. Uh, there and, and there are people. And I think most people are this way that they they uh, are not passionate about something. And when you are passionate about something, passionate enough to, for instance, go to class five nights a week to study uh, several hours to do this thing that has no real payoff uh, that other people can see. Um, People think it's weird. Why you want to go to? Why you just you were at Aikido yesterday, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes, I was. This you're gonna, you're gonna be there and study martial arts. <laughs> well, and it's not just. I mean, it's not just necessarily girlfriends, but just your parents. Uh, your yeah, parents, parents yeah. friends. My other, parents you know, put me in martial arts, and they still kind of are like, "Why are you there so often?" Right, you're oh, there. Yeah. You know, they're oh, the yeah. ones who put me in it, and now, like, I mean, because when I was a kid, I went out two days a week or something. And now it's more, and they're like. You know, is everything okay? I mean, like, are you okay? And I think part of that has to do with, um, you know, a lot of people get caught up in their jobs, right? And so their jobs become their um, identity, right? And it become a lot of their everything. So they put so much focus into that that they don't have anything else left over for anything else. So when they go home, they go home, they're done. They want to unplug. They want to be done for however long, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, taking an extra whatever hour to go to, uh, you know, an Aikido class seems kind of um, kind of crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like a lot of people that we see maybe aren't as much like that, you know, um, where they're either looking they're, – they're, they're trying to find an identity maybe right. outside of Their job. the workspace. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, also maybe outside of their relationships or social – you know, so – I mean, I think a lot of people um, are interested in martial arts because they want to escape from their own culture, and that's where you get like people want to dress up more and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Because it's like you know, I hate my parents or my whatever. I hate my community. You know, like I feel like they oppress me or whatever. And so they idealize another kind of community, and that might be what the martial arts is for them. You know, and that's uh -huh. part of the dressing up and wanting to be Japanese or whatever, whatever that is. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, where you get the the cosplayer. Right, right, right. Kind of people, that's that escapism right, thing. Right, right. I want to be live in a different story for a right, while. Right, right. And right. nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, we all want to live in. A, that's why we see movies and shit. Right? Is like we yeah. all want to get away yeah. every now and then. So it's oh, like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so if a, if Aikido class can be your escape, that's awesome. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that escapism thing is huge. I don't know. I, that's I felt like a lot of what we would see, what we saw at Combat Con. You know, is like a lot of people like really enjoying the dressing up and the, um, you know. Not so much even focus, like, if they were in a class where they're learning some, you know, technical sword fighting thing or whatever, like, um, not that they did, weren't interested in learning the technique, but they were just, like, having fun just pairing up and hitting each other with swords, you know, and that was the, like, oh, like, I'm a sword fighter right now, right. you know, like, swashbuckling, whatever, you know, like, that was the enjoyment and not even really learning the specific technique where there were other people that were, like, okay, now how is this technique different from right. this other thing and completely different motivation, you know? Um, so, I mean, we could do a quick rundown of, you know, basic types, and, and there, there'd be more than a list we could create. But, you know, we could say 
There are people who are looking for an escape, whatever that is, right? Like, I don't like my social community. I don't like my culture. I don't like my whatever, right? Right. Um, I want to pretend or, or I want to really like pace. I want to role sure. play the, or I want to dress know. up or I want to right. into a different culture, a yeah. different yeah, something. Yeah, I want to be in a different thing, you know? And, uh-huh. and that might be fanciful or it might just be legitimate too, you know? Like, I've definitely had people come in of Chinese or of Japanese descent who have been like, oh, I want to know more about right, my culture. Right, right. I want to you know? do something right. that uh, I can Something handle. cultural, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't so, have to come from a um, negative place necessarily. Right, I mean, I don't negative, think any of it's uh, negative. It, it's just whatever yeah. it is for yeah. you, but it's like you want to get away from your regular, right. right? Right. So that's one kind of person. Um, you get another person who's looking for self-defense or um, they they feel intimidated and they want to not feel intimidated anymore, right? They want to mm-hmm. have more uh, confidence in themselves, you know? And that could be, you know, just I'm physically weak or maybe someone intimidates me all the time or I live in a bad neighborhood or whatever, but someone who's looking to become stronger and more. Mm-hmm. And you get this not only in martial arts schools, but like, CrossFit or anything, like rock climbing, you know, anything that makes you do something bold and daring and, and become a stronger yeah. person. Yeah. So, so people who are looking for that. Um, you get people who are um, purely looking for social interaction, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like that's different than your cosplayer or something because they don't want to escape anything. They just want more friends, you know? Yeah. Like they don't want to be lonely on Tuesday night, you know? They want to totally. have people to hang out with and a new community of like-minded mm-hmm. people and a cool activity to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. We could go on with these lists forever. It's not really important, but what, what I think is important and, and where I'm headed with this right now is, like, you need to understand what you want and, and evaluate what you want and then find a school that matches that. Because, you know, right now in Aikido, we got all this, we're doing all this bitching about, like, you know, like, oh, could Aikido beat MMA? Is it of any value if it doesn't beat MMA? It's like, that's not really something I think most of us should be talking about because, Most people who are doing Aikido and have been doing it for a long time, learning to compete in a sport is not something they were ever interested in, or they would have. They would have gone and competed in a sport. Exactly right. And some of them probably have competed in a sport and left that to do Aikido because they liked Aikido better. And so you get this kind of thing Mm -hmm. where, like like I was talking about when people come to the dojo, they tell me some fantasy of why they want to study it, and then there's another reason to why they want to study it, you know? So would you categorize, like, people that come to Aikido that are, like, that clearly didn't choose another martial art, that chose Aikido, and they're like, tell me about the Aikido specialty class. (laughs) Tell me about the secret you know, like, when will I get to learn the secret magic stuff? Is that, do you feel like that's like kind of a bit of that same, like, escapism kind of thing? Or, like, they're looking for, like, uh, you know, to feel strong, like, and they and they think that that, that like, secret technique will, will show them how to be strong without having to go and, and get beat up somewhere else or, like, you know. That could be, I mean, like, uh, the end, what you tagged on there is another discussion. <laughs> um, the first part of that, though, is um, – it could be any one of those three people I described, right? Yeah. Which is like, I want to know the secret techniques because I want to be on the end club, right? I want to join you guys, and so we know the secret techniques. So, you know, mm-hmm. tell me those, and cool, we'll all talk about those together. Uh-huh. It could be, I want to be stronger. If I know the secret techniques, then I can beat up everybody, right? right. It could be, um, I like to have fantasies, and secret techniques are fantastical and neat, so that's uh-huh. what I want to do, right? So all of those could be reasons why people say that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, uh, at the end there, you know, when you tagged on that, th- this is a – this is a perversion of martial arts, and it gets under my skin when I see this mm-hmm. happen a lot, uh-huh. which is um, I want to do something that's not hard and going to challenge me, and then I expect that that's going to end up making me amazing. 
right? right? So like, and that's like, you know, that's truly, if you talk about magic, like something that can't exist, <laughs> um, that's what it is, which is like, you know, uh, I choose a martial art where it's more philosophical and we don't, we don't really do much physically and we don't challenge ourselves. Um, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But then don't expect that you're going to be a super soldier. If you want to be right. a super soldier, go, go into the military soldier, right. and, and train like a super soldier. I mean, that's how right. those guys become awesome. If you, you know? if you want to fight, go find a fight. Right, exactly pick, right. Go pick some fights. You'll learn. You'll learn to fight. You'll you'll also probably get beat up a whole bunch. Sure, but in and the that's end, part of that. you'll you'll learn to fight. You know. Right. Maya and I were talking about this just a little bit ago. You know. So, uh, I said in the uh, a couple podcasts ago. You know, I'm I'm happy with the risks I took versus what I got out of it. And understand that, you know, if you want to really push deep into, like, learning to defend yourself and that kind of stuff, the martial aspects of it, there are risks involved in that. You will yeah. take personal physical risks. And I feel like I got lucky and had a really good time with the risks I took and what I learned out of it. Now, the, the deeper you want to go with that, the more risks you're going to have to take. And, and I gave an example to Maya of, you know, out front of where they train Army Rangers, there's a giant monument that lists army rangers who have died in training, training, right? right? In training, not guys who were deployed, guys who died in training. And and Maya was like, well, that kind of sounds like bullshit. They died in training. But it's like you got to understand, those guys are training for war. right? And the the number of casualties you get percentage-wise is lower in in the whole special forces community. And the reason is that because they do harder training. And so it's like, if you want to be a super soldier, then you've got to do that kind of stuff. And that training might kill you. The right. hard training is equal to the hard tests that they will go through That's exactly right. as army rangers. That's exactly right. And so right. The, the risk of dying during training is worth learning those survival skills that they'll need. Exactly right. And, it, so, and yeah, you got to weigh that stuff <laughs> out. You know, it's like people who are like, oh, let's train with live swords. Well, why, why do you ever need to train with a live sword? Right. That you're, you know, I mean, and that might be something that you want to push yourself to for whatever reason, sure. but like, understand that like you could die, and there probably isn't that much of a difference between training with a uh, right. practice sword and training with a live right. sword. And so that's always a trade you're going to have to make. If you want super great skills, it's risky and dangerous to do that. That is just the way it is. So you get these people who want to be, you know, armchair warriors, you know, talking about how they do all this stuff and. Basically, they go do some forms for a few hours a day, and then like, well, but really, I'm fucking super deadly, and you know, I would eliminate anyone who came to get me. And it's like, that's a fantasy, like not the good kind of positive fantasy, you know. Like, I think cosplaying and stuff—that's a good fantasy. Yeah. It's positive, right? It's like, you know, I, I'm not happy in my own skin. I want to get stronger and learn about that through pretending yeah. to be a I cat. I want to be Xena, warrior princess yeah. for a while. <laughs> I mean, and I'm totally—I think that's super cool. I think it's a positive thing okay. to do. But to like have a bullshit fantasy where you're like, well, I don't really like to tax myself at all but in truth i am a super sweet dude you know it would be like someone cosplaying as batman and then going out and actually trying to be batman right and then thinking you know, he's batman right you know? and then oh, getting right. hurt and being like oh why why Lord? basically batman because i wear a cape and have a cowl right. i know that it's called a cowl are you impressed <laughs> I, yes i got some money sure. that i can right. buy a fancy car or whatever right so like i mean that's a perversion that la that was the last kind of thing you tacked on there and i just wanted to address it but like that's a perversion. That's a problem. Like, that's not something you're going to get out of martial arts ever. You know, it's just, it's just yeah. not the way it works. And I think that's actually, you know, I think that's a problem with uh, that is not uh, just in Aikido. You oh, know? no. I think you see that across oh, the no, board. Oh, no, no. All over, all, yeah. All, 
you also yeah. see it in MMA, right? Like, so you see guys who like go into MMA class and they're sitting against the wall most of the time and they hit the bag for 15 minutes and then maybe they roll with someone who's worse than them for a little while, you know, like, and then they're like, well, I take MMA. And right. he's like, I no, right. sure you do, but right. yeah. So for people that maybe have their own dojo or running a club or a group of some sort, like, how do you recommend talking to these different kinds of people in order to, I mean, A, if you want to get them in, if your main motivation is to just get these people in no matter what, then how do you, how do you kind of speak to their different motivations? And if, you're, if your interest is more to let them know, hey, look, you know, this is what's really going on here. Is this what you want? You know, depending on what you're looking for, how, how do you speak to these kinds of people? If your goal is to get them in no matter what, uh, I wish you would just get another line of business, quite frankly. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to be a total asshole here, but it's like, you know, I want people to have a good experience with what we do at the school. And so mm -hmm. I try to be as honest with them as possible, you know? Uh -huh. And um, I generally. Without have a, being a jerk. <laughs> right, without being a jerk, I, I try as hard as possible. So, like, you know, my goal is never to get them to sign up, uh, and that's why I'm a bad businessman, I by was the way. Sometimes, right. Um, but, but, like, my goal is never <laughs> to, to get fault. them to sign up right. no matter what, you know? Like, right. most people coming in, though, I can tell that basically they're looking for this. We right. got that. That's cool, yeah. you know? Some people need talking around about things, you know? Like, you need to tell them for a while, like, well, it really doesn't work like that. It works like this. But you just got to give it to them slow because they're not going to listen. But, like, um, uh, to me, you need to be completely honest with what your school offers. So for right now, for example, Aikido Fresno, what we offer is the ability for people to make good connections, learn about a traditional Japanese martial art, gain some skill in the art of Aikido, and gain an understanding of Aikido as we teach it, um, make friends from a, a broad group of people, and you should be able to do that at any age. Um, so we have people who are, you know, past their sixties training regularly. That's fantastic. We have young kids in their teens training. Um, we have 20 and 30 year old and 40 year olds training right everywhere in between. Um, that means there are certain things about the school, right? The school is not like a hardcore fight club school, right? So when we were training in the garage, it was more like that. Like we slam each other around a lot and that's what we want to do. So my school doesn't offer that. And if I had a like hardcore dude come in, I'd go like, well, this, this right. might not be, you know, like you're welcome to come try class and check it out, but we don't do a zillion hard drills and stuff. You know, you're not going to get, you know, you might want a different kind of training, you know. Uh -huh. um, also, if we get someone who's completely laid up, you know, like, and I, I get this a lot where people come in and they're like, well, I have a bad back and a bad neck and a bad eye and a bad foot and my left pinky hurts sometimes and I get arthritis when it rains and I, you know, and they start telling me about all this and it's like, well, maybe this is too physical for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and so like, uh, you know, you've got to kind of weigh that out and, and just be honest with what your school is and provides for people. Um, and you've got to do some soul searching with that, you know, like what kind of teacher am I? What kind of things have I done? Where are my limitations? Where am I strong? You know, like, uh, so for example, I know I'm good with people. And so like, generally, if you come into the dojo, we're going to all have a good time. So if you're looking for that, if you're looking for friendships and relationships, you've come to the right, you've place. come to the right place, yeah. right? Um, if you're looking for an honest approach to what Aikido is, this is a great place, you know. There's a lot of things that I know the dojo really strongly offers, and if they want that, I know that, you know. Mm -hmm. There are some things that the do dojo can't offer strongly, and you can't be a one-stop shop, right. you know. can't be everything there. You're like yeah. Walmart, you know. You specialize in nothing and have fucking everything, and it, it's <laughs> shitty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what? I have... Uh, 
I have nothing else on this. Uh, <laughs> I just looked at Josh and he was like, what? <laughs> Why are you what? looking at me? <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I, I basically just think like where we're going with this is understand what you really want and look for that kind of school. You know, yeah. if you want to be a super soldier, probably first go to the military. Um, and that might not work out for you either. And, and pursue that avenue, you know, like that's what you really want. That's what you want. If you discover in that that maybe you don't actually want to be a super soldier, then be honest with what it is you're asking for. Maybe you just want a friend. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting some friends, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you just want to study a traditional thing. Maybe you want to unravel the mystery of Aikido. I mean, hey, I think that's a cool one because Aikido is <laughs> mysterious. Man, read some books. It's like, whoa, what the hell's going on with this weird right, art, right? Yeah. right? So if you want to do that, that's, that's cool. That's a big right? reason. Sure. Maybe you um, want to uh, be Steven Seagal. Sure. You know? I mean, whatever it is, but just be honest and then pursue that honestly. You yeah. know? I think, the, I mean, the categories that you listed, the, you know, community, the uh, wanting to be stronger, you know, having some, some insecurity and wanting to work on that. And, um, oh, crap, what was the other one? Uh, uh, friends. Fr uh, oh, oh, cost, uh, uh, oh uh, yeah. escapism. 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 And, and then also actually wanting to learn Aikido itself. Right. I feel like those are all, like, I seem to, I keep thinking of other, like, well, what about this? What about that? And it seems to trace back to they most all come of, back they to, all come yeah. back to those kind of motivations for people you know like a lot of people wanting to come and show off you know there's something there that's not enough because they feel like they need to come into a dojo and throw people around like there's some there's some hole that needs to be filled you do, know, so. do you feel like aikido differs from other even other traditional martial arts in what people think they might get out of it does that make sense I mean, so a lot of traditional martial arts, you're going to get the same kinds of things. So, like, if you're looking for that escapism, you want to delve into a different culture, a lot of, you know, traditional martial arts are going to have that, that thing. Um, what is it that maybe Aikido has that, you know, others don't? The thing we talk about a lot in this podcast, which is, does anyone know what the hell it is? <laughs> um, so, like, you the know, if mystery. you study, like, uh, you know – Hakanouchi to you or something like so you you study some traditional Japanese martial art that's got this lineage when you start studying they know what that lineage is about I mean it's very clear yeah. there's a scroll they follow and all these traditions and and this is just the way we do it and that's the way everyone should do it you know if you study MMA you know what that's about right like it's about getting in a ring wrestling and boxing and fighting another dude you study kendo whatever it is you study you know what it's about Aikido is one of those awesome martial arts where you don't know what it's about. And look, I'm going to tell you the truth. People want to pretend they know what it's about, but they don't. We've got ideas of what it's about. Like Different people have different camps of what it's about. I mean, I certainly think I know what it's about, but the truth is we don't know yet. And so that's kind of It's fun. wide open, yeah. yeah. You know, I have like an explorer's heart. I like to like go check out new stuff. And so Aikido really satisfies me like that. Yeah. You know, because it's like, oh, wow. How does it really work? What's, right. What it's are we kinda, really yeah. doing? Yeah. It's, it's titillating. On the um, <laughs> right. cutting edge and, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting Which is stuff. weird to say about, you know, a, a traditional martial art, but, yeah. Right. Okay. We're at 39 minutes, folks. Oh. So Josh, on his right. lunch break. Well, let's uh, let's go I ahead and thank our, onion rings at this our 
Patriots. First of all, let's uh, thank what, who was the uh, woman, the Cal- our fan, Callie, our number one fan, number in Iowa. one fan in Iowa. If you doubt that Callie is our number one fan in Iowa, we'd love to hear from you. Right. As, as it stands, I right. think out Iowa is won by Callie. Yeah. Um, and honestly, we would have probably gone to Outback and recorded this podcast, which is the that's the uh, the uh, gift card that she sent to us. But uh, because of timing, we had scheduling, to, yeah. scheduling, we had to do it really quickly. We're all busy people, <laughs> and so we'll we had to. There, we're going, yeah. trust but we're gonna go next week um, if we can. So uh, in the meantime, uh, we want to go ahead and thank our Patreon sponsors. Um, thank you so much, you guys. Um, we really appreciate your continued support um, and for making it possible to keep all of our uh, episodes online because we do pay for SoundCloud and um, actually I technically pay for SoundCloud. (laughs) Um, So I'm thanking you personally. Um, And also any of the people that uh, send us, you know, requests for episodes and, you know, people that send us notes in the mail and gift cards and like, Every time it's kind of a weird surprise, like, wow, people are actually listening to this. Like, Honestly, <laughs> even like a message or a, a Facebook thing, it always makes everyone's day. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's awesome. Just like, to like, we have a little group chat and we're just like, look at this. What the, the, heck? the fact that people are listening, you know, because it, it is, um, you know, you put this out there and you assume that someone's going to listen to it at the same time. If you don't check back with it, it, it could be sometimes like you're just putting it out into the universe and. It's just traveling forever. Yeah. Right, we're just shouting so, the abyss. Right. So it's nice to know that there are people just listening. Just as you know. a mini-podcaster. Like. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it is nice also to know that the thing that we're doing, uh, people are finding value in it because uh, that's another thing where um, you kind of wonder, uh, I mean, uh, does anyone like really this? care what we're talking You know, we spent a whole podcast talking about types of people who like martial arts. What Random, it, you know, I know. So. But, anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Patreons. So our, our Patreon sponsors are John Smith, John Rob Smith. Kitson, Urbano, Lenny Acuna, Jim Sullivan, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, and Grant Templin. Thank you so much, Thank guys. Thank you guys so much. We really, uh, we really, really appreciate it. I do you. appreciate everything. Uh, yep. And all don't right. hesitate to send us anything. Yes, you should, because uh, we are, we're, we're, we're going to need. We're bums, and we need We're going to need new episodes coming up soon, <laughs> because. Uh, so, uh. We're if you have something, let yeah. us know. And it, also, our private conversations go like this. Hey, how about we do that? No, no, no. We did that. We did that. No, no, no. So so we could use outside um, yeah. opinions. That would yeah. be great. Yeah, and if you if it's a topic we even already talked about, but you have questions or, or we can concerns, revisit. Like we can revisit things. So. We've almost been doing this almost, almost a, year. a year. Yeah, almost in December, year. almost a year. So, uh, you know. It's a, the first one in December, so. It's yeah. about time that we start um, doing uh, repeating episodes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've gone on long All enough. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so again. much, guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye.